0: Welcome to the Bogart Podcast 2023 Halloween Edition. Uh, My name is Evan Bogart. With me is Nick Duder. Uh, So we have a show for you today. Uh, I found a bunch of clips on the YouTube and uh, we'll talk about basically Halloween stuff. Um, But yeah, but before we get into it, how was your week, my friend? My week? uh, Pretty good. Yeah, standard issue week, kind of. No allergic
1: reactions or anything. Not this week. Nope. That's good. I'll get back to you next week, I guess. But
0: well, let's hope you don't. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> no. no. Um. Yeah. So my week was pretty chill. Didn't really do too much. Uh, I got stung by a bee in work. At, at, her, at work. Yeah. Yeah. So I was working. It was crazy. So. It was two of our coworkers. We were all talking and I felt a sharp pain in my rib. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And it, it just, um it was like one sharp pinch and then another sharp pinch. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know. So they thought I was crazy because I was just like. Wincing um, pain. Yeah. Just like, they were just like, what is going on? And so I went in the bathroom, took off my shirt and a beef. Drop down, and oh!
1: It I, was like lodged in you.
0: Yeah, it was. It was underneath my shirt. It went for
1: the. It went for the ride into the bathroom. Yeah, and then,
0: wow. Yeah. yeah. So, it was just weird because bees these days are stupid as all hell because they're they're cold, they're disoriented, and um, yeah. I just got a disoriented bee up my shirt.
1: Disoriented bee. Did you go to our boss and be like, "Listen, I got disoriented bee syndrome"?
0: No. No, I I didn't um I didn't tell I didn't even tell uh, our boss or anything like that. Was this I, like a we were on lunch break or no? Um, it was like right before lunch, um, and it just wow, right right in the ribs. It hurt. <laughs> oh, I bet a it, on the ribs, man. Yeah, it was. And then the next day, it, it just itched like crazy. Just yeah. like just started I constantly going like this today it's not that bad it's all healed up but that's good yeah i mean it was it was crazy because it, it, i i was like panicking because i was like well i really can't just rip off my shirt in the middle of work and uh so i was like well might as well just go in the bathroom to see what the hell happened hmm. but um yeah i don't know
1: yeah one of our other co-workers apparently he's like really allergic to bees and whenever he's on lunch they always fly around him outside.
0: Yeah, but he's pretty cool about it. I if I was electric to bees, I I would be freaking out if any bee got near me. So, yeah. But uh yeah, that's that's work and that was it. I mean, uh but uh so uh one thing I want to bring up before we get right into the Halloween stuff is that I have merch uh shirts available. And I'm thinking about doing is, um, so if you buy a t-shirt from now until January 1st, uh, you'll get a raffle ticket with your order. And with that raffle ticket, um, you will win $50 if we pick out your raffle ticket. Uh, so go to thebogartpodcast.com slash merch and get uh, your shirt. Um, we don't really... we support the show yeah support the show uh you know every penny counts uh it's i mean it's not really expensive to run a podcast but i mean it does take money so uh yeah uh help us out buy a shirt and uh i'll have i'll post on social media more about the um the raffle tickets and stuff like that but uh yeah buy a shirt get a raffle ticket we pick your number you win 50 bucks uh yeah so uh we have a show for you today. Um so I went on the good old YouTube and there was a YouTuber, I think it was like uh Chill Stories and I Welcome f- to Chill. Yeah. Is
1: it that guy? I no, it was <laughs> no, not- probably a bad chills impression, but he's like Evan Bogart. Yeah. The way he talks, he's infamous. I'd say infamous for the way he talks and the way he like enunciates his words, but I think his YouTube is chills. I think that's what it is. But yeah, that's the running joke that me and my friends like talk about chills, but he's got some cool content out there for like scary stuff.
0: Oh, I, this might be the person I'm not really sure. Um, so, uh, first off is, uh, ring doorbell. Um, gotta love the rings, the ring doorbell videos, uh, ring doorbell. Um, Uh, Yeah, so hopefully this works. Um, So if you're listening to the audio version,
2: uh, it's like this. This footage was captured in Flint, Michigan on April 24th, 2023. The house had two ring cameras, one above the garage and the other was a ring doorbell camera. Around 10 p.m., a man in a red jacket and another person just behind him are shown walking up to the house's front door.
0: Yeah, that's scary.
2: Before knocking or ringing the doorbell, the man in the jacket immediately starts trying to break down the door. camera falls to the ground from the impacts but the door itself doesn't budge after those few seconds the man walks around to the house of course side his pants are halfway yeah. down
1: that's probably the scariest part down. of this video so far <laughs> yeah
2: by this point the homeowner had woken up in a panic and was checking their camera's feed for an explanation they noticed their doorbell camera on the ground and so they switched over to their other camera as the banging noise rang out throughout the house they could now see what was causing it voice coming over the speaker was enough to scare the two men off police were called out to the property when they reviewed the footage they noted that one of the men was armed what these two men planned to do with the people inside if they had successfully broken in is unknown it's unclear if they were ever identified by police this clip was captured at 3 in the morning
0: so yeah I mean I, I picked this video because, um, I mean, it's Halloween and, you know, scary things happen. You watch movies about people breaking in and robbing you and killing you and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, m- luckily enough, no one's ever broken into this trailer. Um, but, uh, I've had buddies that have had like all their crap stolen, like, yeah. um, uh, in, uh, so in Canadagua. um, there for a while there was a problem with like people breaking into um apartments and houses and stuff like that and um but now i i you don't really see too many robberies now because of ring doorbells and stuff like that it's all um everything's recorded anywhere you go there's gonna be uh, they got you somehow yeah they got you um They got your sag in your pants. Yeah. The sag in the pants. So so make sure you wear a belt. Um, But yeah, I mean, anywhere you go now, it's like there's cameras everywhere. Like you cannot, um, you can't go anywhere without being recorded. So, I mean, that's probably why there's a decrease in armed robberies and like robberies at all. But I mean, yeah. Back in the day, it was common. It was really common that people would break into people's houses and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Like it was like on a daily basis, like back in the day. Like you would see it in the news all the time, but like around where you lived and grew up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah? Um, there was a there were so on 64 going to like Bristol, there was this house and there was these three kids. Uh, I think two of them I went to high school with. Broke into a house, beat up someone, and stole like a lot of their stuff, and then, uh, um, and then one of them escaped, uh, and ran up the gully, or down a gully near my house, and uh, yeah, there was like I think twenty cop cars uh, searching for this dude (laughs) up up on. It was like up in the boonies um, of Bloomfield or not Bloomfield, but Bristol. And uh, yeah, and they ended up... Because where where the house was, like it was right here, and our house was up on the hill. So the guy ran from the house up near our property, and it was just like the most craziest thing. We had cop cars all... Because we lived on a dirt road, and there was just like 10 top cop cars going through our property looking for this dude. And... My mom was like, at the point was like, no one's going outside, not for like a week, because she was so scared that like someone would take us or go into our house and beat us up and whatnot. Jeez, um, man, that, yeah, that's that's spooky, definitely. But yeah, so, uh so we now we have another clip of another ring doorbell. Uh, I thought this was funny. This clip so. was
2: captured at three in the morning um, on April 9th, twenty twenty three. It happened in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
0: It's just like a, a, a homeowner was a sleeping crackhead the clip was recorded, trying to key this door. Something woke up. notification yeah. on
2: his phone then he found out about it. He reviewed the footage. Yeah, she—you can tell she's on drugs. This Definitely. is what he saw. A woman is shown <laughs> trying multiple different keys to I get into the house, and <laughs> looking around for. A she has
1: button. a key that looks like a gun. It's a revolver key. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count as armed robbery? If
0: you put that <laughs> maybe. I don't know, but she—I she, don't know what she's trying to do. Like, I think she's so high on drugs that she thinks every every little opening is like a, a key lock. But yeah, that is weird. The—it's just a key, the shaped as a gun. I Wonder what's on
2: her nose. The homeowner claimed that he had never seen this woman before. He said that she later started throwing rocks at his car and trying those locks. It's likely she was under the influence of something.
0: Yeah. Yep. Multiple yep.
2: times she tries to insert keys into the doorbell camera itself. After a few minutes, she walks off. It was never seen. Where's that master again. key? Her intentions are unknown.
1: Man, that. Yeah. The scariest part so, of that is, okay. is her, like her stare, man. Yeah. The it's stare just, of just like a thousand pipes.
0: Yeah. She was a thousand d- pipes stare. She was determined to get in that house with a, 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 a key shaped as a gun. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know what though, if I was in the middle of the night and I was in bed looking at my ring doorbell stuff um, and I saw that, Oh man, I would be freaked. Like just a creepy crackhead staring at your door. Ring doorbell?
1: Like aint like aiming what looks to be a gun yeah. at your ring doorbell camera. Like yeah. I like I feel bad for her that she's like she's going through that and she's obviously not in her right mind and not in her right yeah. sp- spiritual health. But like there's some people out there that uh shoot first, ask questions later, kinda of deal. Oh yeah. and that that's definitely a scenario right there, man, that you you don't have time to like Think, is this like a knockoff key that she's using? It's like yeah. you, you see on your doorbell something looking like a gun pointed at your door, man. What do you do?
0: Well, the other thing, too, is that I mean, when she held it and she used her two or pointing finger and her thumb to like try it. So, I mean, yeah, but it, I see what you're saying. Like, if, yeah, I mean, if think you think
1: about it, Evan, you're in the middle of the night, it's like 2 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. And you're like startled awake by this noise at your door and you're groggy. You're not thinking like you're not having a, your most logical brain on right now. Like, mm-hmm. Some people, man, they like I said, they shoot first. Yeah. Ask questions later. But yeah, scariest part of that video for me was her just Just absolute blank stare. Blank stare. Right through the... She was looking five houses past that house. Yeah. At least. (laughs) She was staring in the
0: soul of the person behind the ring. The ring soul. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, the next one, this was... I think you've probably seen this. I've seen this before, but this is... This is my worst fear going in the woods, um, in any woods. Uh, Kyle Burgess was on an
2: early morning jog on a trail in Provo, Utah, when he thought he saw a baby bobcat on the trail up ahead of him. He immediately pulled out his phone and started recording, but it wasn't a bobcat, rather it was a baby cougar. The video then shows the mother cougar coming into view.
0: This is absolutely nuts.
2: You, you, you,
1: you. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 So, so there's a, a cougar chasing a guy. The like guy's like, "Man, I wish I had my gun-shaped no! key." Yeah. Get the yeah. F-
2: away. <laughs> Get the f- away. Go. Go. Go.
0: No! Oh my goodness! No. Yeah, this is my worst fear. Go away! In the nature. Go away, please! Definitely. Oh! Oh my god! Just kick up some
1: rocks, nice man, into slow. its face or something. See, Come yeah, on.
0: that's that's what no. I don't get. Is
1: that he's on gra- he's on gravel, man. I mean, that's yeah. you gonna have to do something.
0: Yeah, because this is just no.
1: not getting anywhere.
2: Yeah, no. you're just pissing Kinda it off even more. The with the cougar as he slowly backs away, trying to scare it off with loud noises. But the cougar continues to follow him, and oh at times, God. even lunges at him. At one point, Kyle turns his head away from the animal so as not to trip as he's backing up. This prompts the cougar to try and attack, getting within oh. only feet of him. Go away! No! Oh.
1: Taste, dude! You're trying to attack and your eyes look away from you! <laughs> dude! He's having, a, he's having a conversation with us, no, he's trash-talking the cougar. Go like, ahead. I don't...
2: No! Oh. No!
0: And this, it's just a cougar,
2: um, yeah, get, get following away. him. Oh, and then it runs off.
1: Did he do what I said he should do? It I think he might have. Encounter lasts might've...
2: for an entire six minutes. It ends when Cal throws a large rock. Scaring yeah, him he he see him him what I
0: really mean, man? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why he didn't cougar do that. Cougar encounters with
2: hikers are extremely dangerous and can often result in a much worse outcome. Kyle tried to run or failed to look and sound intimidating the animals instincts to chase and commit to an attack would have kicked in
0: yeah so I mean I, I when we lived when I grew up uh, in Bristol we lived in like this um, it was in on a dirt road in the middle of nowhere and um, we would we would hear stuff we would see a lot of stuff, but there wasn't really no bears or like cougars or bobcats. It was kind of just like... Oh, there uh, might have been cougars. Maybe.
1: Just not the kind we're talking about right now.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we had coyotes. That was like the most um thing that was in bristol area was just a bunch of coyotes and i I, i'm so happy about that though because i'm that's my worst fear it's going to like walking down the road and then some wild animal like a bear or something like that just come out and just eat the shit out of you yeah i mean like
1: i said you gotta in that kind of scenario you gotta like you gotta impede the animal's progress somehow so yeah And especially with an animal that's, you know, the benefit of a cougar and stuff like that is like they sit low to the ground kind of just kick up up, like gravel into his face. Now the cougar's like, do I really want to go after this guy? Mm. He's kicked up stuff in my face. I'm like inhaling asphalt or gravel. Yeah. And I think it's actually, I don't have any stats, but I I would assume it's probably easier to scare a bear off than it is like a cougar. Yeah. Like, I mean, scenario depends. Of course, that was one protecting its child. So yeah. that's always the worst scenario to be in.
0: Yeah, and I know out west, um, uh, a lot of hikers and, um, yeah, just basically hikers or bikes, bike riders, they carry bear, bear mace with them because, Base. yeah, just, you know, just point and fucking spray. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it that's my worst fear, man. Um, that and what else am I okay this is really weird and i'll tell you a little story behind it the other thing i'm afraid of is apple juice hold just let me explain so um haunted
1: house for evan is mott's factory yeah yeah um
0: (laughs) apple juice um okay so when i was in high school um they people would pee in apple juice or things and start handing them out to people. Sounds about right. And drink it. So if I see apple juice, I get like anxious and anxiety because, you know, people used to piss in it and give it you out get to
1: PTSD people. from it.
0: Yeah. PTSD. <laughs> was so it. Yeah, uh, you know, it was so lame. Uh, anyway,
1: uh, there was a, um, when I, I was up at my parents' cabin in the Adirondacks, mm-hmm. my dad threw out like this steak on the, on the fire outside. And it was mm-hmm. pitch black out. And we started to hear like a bunch of coyotes like howling all around us. They sounded like two feet away from us, but we couldn't see because the horizon was so black mm-hmm. and that was like, it was super freaky. We were getting like concerned that because we were just sitting out by the fire and just like you hear rustling and a bunch of coyote coyotes like howling because my dad's yeah. cooking steak right on the fire out there, <laughs> letting the smell go up. Oh no. And it was, yeah, that was kind of spooky, honestly.
0: Yeah, I was in Boy Scouts for a little while, and um, they always taught us that we had to put all our stuff in a bag and tie it into a tree. So it would be hanging from a tree, um, all the food products. But – and then um, – because, yeah, I we used to go to the Andorondacks all the time too, and um, they always told us to put our coolers in the car. And one time we were camping at this campground – and then, uh, we heard a bunch of commotion and it was a bear trying to get into a car to get the cooler and, and ended up breaking someone's like window and stuff like that. So, I mean,
1: not a lot stops a hungry bear, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's why when I do go on like vacations and like camping and stuff like that, I, I try to get a cabin. Um, I don't tents. I, I don't really do tents. Um, when I was younger, I did tents all the time, but when I got older, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'd rather just lay in a nice bed instead of yeah. on the ground.
1: It's, you know, tenting in like a registered and official campground is usually where people do it. Like it's, it's when you tent site is where you get yeah. a lot of the, the encounters of the wildlife is when you go somewhere that's like, you know, not designed as a campground. Yeah. But,
0: all right. Yeah. all right so here's the next clip i know I in february of
2: 2013 a few residents of a neighborhood in northern oregon filed reports of strange noises coming from the forest the noises were described as what sounded like eerie laughter it was loud and echoed throughout the nearby area one of the residents that heard the sounds went outside to where they seemed to be coming from and started recording Uh, it's just a bunch of
0: guys looking into the woods yeah it's just coyotes I used to hear them all the time at my parents house sound like hyenas yeah that too yeah it's just coyotes but it does sound like a clown laughing like an evil clown That,
2: yeah so I think be... the noises are being made by foxes or coyotes, but it could be foxes. So. Yeah. Saying yeah. coyotes, for example, have a much more canine-like shriek and aren't nearly as loud. It's still unclear when exactly was making the noise that night. Yeah, we used to get like coyotes all the time up on
0: uh, good old Dugway Road. Um and uh, they would make the exact same noise. My dad, one time, this is a crazy story. He took a flashlight and he took a shotgun and taped the flashlight onto the end of the shotgun and went out to the trails. And he was trying to find our cats, which we, we had so many cats, but they always got eaten by foxes. So my dad got sick of it because we spent a lot of money on these cats going to the vet, vac, getting uh, vaccines and stuff like that. So he went out there with a shotgun, determined to blow up every coyote and Fox, uh, to save the cats. But I mean, we lived in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, it, and then the cats were always outside cats and they were never inside, um, that could be
1: like a B-movie, Bogart's Revenge. Bogart's Revenge. About a guy. Good
0: old Papa Bogart. Going out. With a shotgun, <laughs> uh, with a, a flashlight at the end. Boom. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, the, the most the sounds on that video clip were, it was just coyotes. Yeah. I mean, it, I can tell. I mean, it might have been Fox too, but I, it, it, I'm i pretty like
2: 100% sure those were coyote, coyotes. Uh, so here's another clip. Lisa is a girl who owns a YouTube channel where she documents her life living in a van. She travels across North America recording her experience as she goes. The videos almost always follow more of a vlog style, showing the different forests or places she stays at overnight or the journeys to get there. However, in February of 2022, something different was uploaded. Lisa was sleeping in her van when she woke up to the sound of knocking right next to her ear. It was 4.30 in the morning, and someone was outside. She sat there frozen, not knowing what to do. The knock then came again, and this time she uttered out a confused hello. There was no response. It would be completely silent for the next 15 minutes. Eventually she heard footsteps coming back, and this time grabbed her camera to record.
1: Hello? How can I help you?
2: <laughs>
1: it's 4.30 in the morning, I don't feel safe. Who are you?
2: There was no response. She quietly got up and went to the front of her van to look outside. In the distance there were headlights. The car backs away and so she turns the camera to herself and begins explaining what just happened. A few minutes into this and she hears footsteps again your footprints.
1: Hear that? Yeah, somebody was just here again three times now. The third time I looked out, they were walking on foot. I seen them walking and they hid behind the, the uh, tree there. And then they went to um, a car. The same car that was here earlier, well that was back, and then it backed away and left again three times in one night. This time, um, they didn't knock though, they were just walking around. I could hear them walking around the van.
2: When it got light outside later that morning, she got out of her van and found footprints all around it.
1: So I come out this morning and you can see footprints. Look at this one, this is mine. Look how big her foot is.
0: That's huge. That's a big foot for a girl. They were actually... There's some more.
1: Look at that. They came here, they were standing here. As you can see.
2: A lot of viewers believe the man was simply trying to steal valuables from the van. But why then come back two more times after you heard someone talking from inside? It's likely the man had worse intentions. So...
0: Okay. When I saw this clip, I was like, I'm thinking of trailer park boys when they go into the uh, woods to look for, um, or they were scoping out the area to find uh, the train tracks to smuggle drugs across the border. And then when he said, uh, uh, when they got there, they were like, oh, what are those rednecks? I bet they're, I bet these people. Well, okay. So. The, this girl probably parked in someone's property.
1: Yeah, this, that's what's what going through my mind.
0: I'm pretty sure the guy's like, well, let me ask you a question. Why the hell are you here on my property? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, she probably just found this like crazy dirt road and parked in there and I don't know. It's
1: not normal for someone to be in their car. Yeah. Just hanging out at four thirty in the morning—that is more yeah. suspect than somebody coming to check on the person yeah. in the car. To be honest, and then again, you're in a vehicle. If you're that scared, get in the freaking driver's seat and
0: drive away, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know this this girl. I don't. I mean, I understand. Sh- there's people out there that want to be adventurous and stuff like that, but I mean, just parking in someone's property—property—it's probably not a good idea. Uh, you don't know if someone has a gun that doesn't want people on their properties. You know, or a key
1: that looks like a gun that can unlock your door. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be using that all night. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, no. The other thing, too, is that like, these uh, people that, like, go in these random properties stuff like that, you don't know if they're, like, someone that grows pot in their land and have, like, armed guards protecting their crop or anything or any protecting anything, really, on their property. Yeah, it's just this it was it's not a smart idea to park in someone's property and you know I don't know this girl probably did that so uh, yeah here's the I think this is the last clip
2: this video was taken by a mountain biker in Vancouver Canada he had sent up his phone camera to get a shot of him riding down a part of the mountain just as he comes down and passes the camera he suddenly hits the brakes and starts calling out He then comes back into frame, walking back up the mountain with his bike. As he does so, he keeps looking back behind him. Blocking his path was a bear, who was now following him.
1: Hey, hey! Hey! He's just like...
0: Oh, there you go. Yep.
2: Hey!
0: Hey! Yeah, you just gotta make yourself big. Make a lot of noise. Yeah, there you go.
2: I was like, I'm
1: taking this then.
2: Yeah. Taking your GoPro. Came into my property. The kid uses his bike to make himself look bigger. He hits it on the ground a few times, causing the bear to retreat back to the camera where it knocks it over. The bear then stands over the camera for a while longer. It's like my GoPro. Finally it retreats completely, allowing the kid to retrieve his phone and get back to safety.
1: On September sixth, twenty sixteen. Okay. Um I, I just I knew what was going on as soon as I yeah, was watching. It was, was just like, a, gotta be a
0: bear. Yeah, a bear. Um yeah. I don't know, I'd probably crap my pants. Do
1: you think if he had just like at the speed he was going, if he just went by it, you think that would have triggered the bear to like chase after him? Oh
0: yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean Especially depending on what time of the year uh, it is, uh, bears. Uh, I think right after their hibernation, they're like super hungry, so they'll eat anything. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't have taken the risk of going past it. You know, yeah. they're pretty fast. Like, what's that movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? The Revenant. Yeah, there you go. His only he- Oscar,
1: which is a criminal of film that he that's the only one he got an oscar for
0: yeah um yep he won one for that movie uh the bear scene in that where he gets attacked yeah oh my goodness well spoiler alert he gets attacked by a bear um but when i saw that movie i was like damn like bears are freaking fast they're they're was it the office uh dwight always the Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. It's Jim impersonating Dwight. Yeah.
1: Bears Beats, beats. Battle Battlestar Galactica. Galactica.
0: Yeah, but um.
1: Which yeah. Type of bear is best. <laughs> yeah.
0: False. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Are black bears more inclined to attack than than brown bears? I think brown bears think are more. Brown bears. Yeah. I, I think, think actually, I think it's polar bears are the most dangerous bear.
0: Yeah, polar like, bear by far.
1: It's like not even close. They.
0: Yeah. Um, they attack uh, sea lions. Um, They'll like grab them and throw them in the air and stuff like that. Oh, no, that's whales. They actually, whales go up to the shore, grab sea lions, and like toss them a million feet high in the air, and then they die in impact. Um, Bears, though, I think they just mow them and then they're dead.
1: Yeah. The polar bears, like, because they're just in such desolate areas, man. That they have, they literally have nothing else to do than eat penguins eat and, and whatever they no whatever on. they can eat. Like yeah. there's so many videos of polar bears like attacking people. Yeah, it's unprovoked.
0: Yeah, but, uh, I think I thought the last clip
2: was the last clip, but this is the last clip, I believe. A Reddit post was made linking to a video that claims to feature a weird noise from the woods. Included was text that read. I put the kids to bed tonight and heard this loud really bizarre sound coming from the woods outside my house. It lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. We have a handful of neighbors nearby but this was too loud to be coming from them. It seemed to be coming from the direction of a nearby AM radio tower but can those towers make noises like this? I googled around but couldn't find anything similar. This is the video. The immediately started speculating what the sound could have been. One of them suggested it could have been the sound of high winds passing through a nearby cell tower, the metal-on-metal being what created the eerie tone. But the poster replied saying there was almost no wind that night, and even on days when it was windy, he never heard this sound. Another said the sound was extremely consistent with what it sounds like to drill into a strut or support that's made of high-carbon steel, but said that it would be weird to be doing this that late into the night. To this day, it's still unknown what the sound in the video actually is.
0: So, okay, so I it could be two things. One thing is, I don't know if there's a factory nearby. Um, I'm thinking that might have been it. Um because there's a factory right down our road here and sometimes at night when I take the dog out, you can hear noises from the factory. Uh it's kind of similar. Um but the other thing too, it might be uh, a cell phone tower. I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking, like uh just
1: electromagnet
0: Yeah magnetic current getting just um distorted a little bit. Yeah. Um because you know, and then In Naples, there is these uh, uh, wind turbines, and they make a lot of noise too. That's why a lot of people are, are, when they first put them up, were like, "Hey, we need to take these down because in the middle of the night they'll make like crazy sounds if they're broken." So I mean, uh, but yeah, I mean that would be pretty eerie hearing that in the middle of the night, just opening up the window because you're hot or something then you just hear the screeching sound. that yeah. So, uh, the US
1: military, I forgot what war it was, but they, there was like a, you know, psyops, which is like psychotic ops or psy, like, yeah, you know, psychological operations is what it is. Yeah. They had this audio recording that they would, during the nighttime, they would blast towards the enemy, like if they were both uh, encamped for the night, mm-hmm. they would blast this towards the enemy and it would be these like sounds like this, like like uh, factory sounds and very like weird, like animal noises, just yeah. to like mess with the enemy and think that there's like just something weird going on, like ghost noises. Yeah, so that's kind of what that reminds me of. Um,
0: there. I think the, it was
1: Vietnam War actually.
0: Yeah, I. Um, so there was like this religious group, Waco, um, and they ended up, um, uh, uh FBI and uh. ATF um, agents uh, surrounded the whole building and started playing like music because they wanted to drive the people out of this uh, compound that they had.
1: Was it Taylor Swift or something? No, <laughs> I don't. Uh,
0: it, it was back, I believe, the mid-90s this happened. Uh, I I watched a couple documentaries about it. Um, but uh, yeah, they used like these music and screeching sounds and stuff like that to get these people out but then ended up in a gun battle and then uh they the tear gas that they threw into the building uh there was a fire because of it and a lot of people died in oh, this man. it's a it was like a religious cult but they had uh, heavily armed uh with weapons are you talking about like the
1: branch davidians was this in texas
0: yeah waco texas yeah, yeah
1: i think it's the branch davidians oh Yeah. I watched a documentary about that on Netflix. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean they, they were, they, the guy that ran it thought that he was a, uh, um, a disciple of his religion and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah, and then he demanded, or he demanded a lot of things during negotiations to let people go, and he was going to write a memoir while they. Uh, yeah, it was. You got to watch it. It's a documentary on, uh, I think Paramount Plus. Uh, that it's on uh, Netflix too. Netflix has one. Yeah, yeah. the one I saw. Um, but yeah, so it. I mean. It would drive me nuts that sound too though. If I if I bought a house and constantly that sound was going off, it would been uh I'd be pissed. <laughs> uh just uh having uh, annoying sounds and stuff like that. So uh all right. Uh we are going to take a break. When we come back, uh we're gonna talk about Spook Hill uh in Middlesex. Uh we're gonna talk about uh trick-or-treaters uh with shit in their candy. And, yeah, so when we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll be right back. It's
2: been day, all years of me, thinking about you every day. Sometimes you're hours, sometimes in passing. Tell you from the bottom of the staircase stood out for hours as you complained about how you haven't seen your friends yet. That you're too drunk to stand in you, not knowing if you can love him forever. Shit, you fucking miss me There I said it, I guess I'll talk to you in a few months Sitting drunk on the sidewalk I guess I'll get up, I guess I'll go for a walk Brush my shoes against the pavement I swear this is gonna be the hundredth spend most nights awake, wide awake, I never thought that I, oh, I
0: would see the day, where i just let you go, let you walk away, where i let you walk away,
2: do you call you, quote called you abandoned. there ain't no other good damn reason why, my heart would go missing for so many months, so I.
0: All right, and we're back. Um, so we were talking on, on break about the best Halloween costume we saw.
1: Certainly, the one best one I've seen in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's it
0: was um, this guy. Uh, dressed, Should we even talk about it? Should we just play it? Um, well, I'll I'll put the clip of it um when I edit it, but um, uh, it's basically this guy dressed up as uh, the lead singer of Creed. Uh, during the halftime show of... I don't remember what Super Bowl. 2001, maybe? Yeah, I think it was like 2001 Super Bowl. He's dressed up as the... Uh, what's the lead singer? Scott Freed? Stapp. Yeah, he, uh dressed <sighs> up like it. He's singing it, and he's like dancing around and stuff like that. So let's go there. <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> but yeah, it, that was probably the best Halloween costume I've seen in a while. Um, so when I was... And it's like it's
1: so good because it's like inexpensive. All he did was like get a, a pair of jeans, a wig, and a Scott Stapp, like custom made Tony or like Tony Romo jersey, whatever. Yeah, probably like twenty bucks that he cost him.
0: Yeah, all in all. Yeah, and you know what? Twenty bucks right there is for the like best the, for the best costume I've seen. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but uh, so when I was growing up, um, uh, probably in my twenties, um, like twenty one, twenty two, um they were a lot of, we were broke and we didn't really have a a lot of money. And I used to dress up as a hobo. Um, uh, uh, there was this one party I went to, uh, it was back in the day. It was like a kegger and I was dressed up like a hobo because I didn't have any money. And I just put like, just like fake dirt on my face. And, you know, um, but, and the other thing, well, other one was, um, a lot of people did this at the time, uh, during the office, uh, Jim helper, uh, had, Face, written on his uh, or yeah, no, he had book written across his face, and he was Facebook, and I remember going to the bar doing that, writing book on my face, and there was literally four of the people that did the exact same thing. Um, uh because you know i I didn't have any money for uh halloween costumes and i still don't to this day have money for halloween costumes but um yeah i mean i'm not really i mean i like to dress up but you know it's 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 expensive like costumes are mad expensive yeah Uh, uh what was it um I was going to dress up in the costumes today, but I threw away all my stuff that I had from Halloween when we were going to move and just threw it all away. I don't know why I did that. So you can
1: see we both win as Evan Bogart today. Yeah. So we're, we're both coordinate that a little bit better. We both win as Evan Bogart, obviously. Yeah. So.
0: so, um, yeah, I mean, I've, I don't, I, I've never really bought an expensive costume and wore it. I've, I've always handmade my costumes or, had shirts like uh there was a cowboy shirt that i had that um it was like silk screened like uh, the badge and like the shirt i don't know how to explain it but um yeah i've never really wore like makeup i think i've worn makeup once it was we prom. went <laughs> yeah prom you know i got to get those uh eyelash uh what's that mascara or whatever um but yeah, uh, so, uh, there is, uh, so a lot of mothers out there when they have little kids, uh, warn, uh, their kids about shit in their candy. And I was going through, um, uh, Facebook and all this other stuff to look up, uh, serial killers that gave out candy. And there was this one guy, he basically put, um, poison in Pipsy sticks Um, and he he did this and that poison or like like the powder see this is what the story doesn't make sense at all because you know you would think if you put poison in anything you would be able to taste the chemical Um, like in smell it sometimes yeah smell it and um, there was this guy that actually like put poison in pixie sticks and gave them out to like I think Gave four poison uh, pixie sticks out to, yeah, four four of them to four people. And it just makes me think, though. Uh, and I think one of the kids said it tastes bitter. And the guy's like, oh, no, that's part of the candy, you know. And these kids end up dying. Um, he later got caught, and I think they sentenced him to a lecture chair or something like that. But my mom, I don't think really cared well i mean she cared if i get did get poisoned or anything but um yeah i mean i i never grew up with my mom just like looking through my candy and make sure that there was no razor blades or pins or whatever and yeah it.
1: i'm i'm almost a decade younger than you and that's never happened to me either it's yeah. just like, I, candy
0: you would have to be really pissed off to put like drugs and uh needles and razor blades in candy i mean it, it's I like so you- easy to get caught because you, you would think the kid would re, uh, knew what kind of candy they picked up from a certain house, you know? Like, let's say one Joe Smoe gave out Snicker bars. You would kind of remember, oh, I got Snicker bars from this house, and it would get traced back to you that you
1: did this. Even more than that, the kind of people that would do this kind of thing, the community knows who they are. Yeah. And your parents would be like, listen, don't go – to old man bogart's house he's given out rat poison and yeah. pixi, pixie sticks
0: and it's almost worth spending almost well if you killed a kid and you ended up uh getting charged with uh attempted murder like would it be worth it i, I it just I, I don't know you would have to be really pissed off to do it or just insane yeah or men- s- something's mentally wrong with you or something like that but I mean, I've, I've heard stories of like, um, mothers taking their candy to the hospital and x-raying it and to see if there's any razor blades and stuff like that. I've heard people do have done that. Um, I mean, I've heard other, uh, people, taking their candy, their moms undoing every piece of candy, looking through it, and then giving the candy to the kid to make sure there was no... I mean, if I had a child, I I mean, I would just be like, you know, just eat the candy, you know? And if you feel something in that's in it, in it and you're not really sure, I mean, go to the hospital, I guess. I mean, I... I
1: and then call me. I, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I gotta watch this episode of, <laughs> of Shameless...
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I'm a laid back guy. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I mean, if something did dramatically happen, I would be and serious these, about it. These but. are
1: not like, these are not the overwhelming majority of what's going on on yeah. Halloween. This is just like case by case scenario. There's, there are some crazy people out there. Things happen, but yeah,
0: but I mean, I don't know. I think if I had my if I had a child and they I wouldn't be so concerned about someone putting uh, because we got to think about it this way you would have to take the the wrapper apart put something in it and then somehow sealing that candy back up like super glue or something like that but you know it's almost like those like Gatorades with the the cracked tops if you yep. noticed that it was open already you wouldn't probably drink it or eat it or whatever if, I mean, yeah, it just, it all depends, man. I mean, it, it's kind of hard to get away with something like that. Like trying to seal a bag back up. I don't know. Have you heard of the teal
1: pumpkin society? No. It's like these, a bunch of these weird people that they paint a pumpkin teal and put on their, on their property. And that signifies that they give out non food items. So like pencils, Notepads, erasers.
0: Oh yeah. So like when I was a kid, flowers. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: chalk. Uh, let's see, hacky sacks. Maybe oh, a couple of pennies. My a savings bond. A savings bond. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like super stupid, stupid things that uh, aren't food. Just, 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 that, like, just
0: like school supplies, basically. Just anything that's not food, because
1: like the whole thing is like they want to be allergy friendly.
0: Oh okay. So
1: no, noth- no food products. And I'm just like, what a way to tell everybody. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna start painting my house like with a teal pumpkin so that people just don't come near my house. Yeah. Stay away from me. I don't want any trick or treaters.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's um, all it takes
1: is a teal pumpkin, man. I'll put five.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll
1: line the property with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's, that is so stupid, man. Give out candy on Halloween, man.
0: Yeah. I mean, poor kids. Um, you know, now I think about it. I remember my mom's, there was like some people that gave popcorn mm-hmm. in a bag. My mom wouldn't told me to throw it out. So I guess she did really care a little bit. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, the people that just give out notepads and, like, pencils and paper and stuff like that, it's just, come on. I've never experienced it. It must be, like, a recent, a new kind of thing that's going on. Um, I remember sometimes they would give out, or like, a bag of pennies. But then you got to think about it. Those pissed-off kids will start throwing pennies at your car. Like, they'll undo the bag. or treat they, <laughs> or, Throw Pennies trick or eat. So uh, there, there's a funny story. There was a cop that lived on our road when I was a kid, and uh, right next to the road was Cheshire. And Cheshire, you could toilet paper trees on Halloween, and you you can get away with it. Like they, the if you drive through Cheshire th- Halloween, it's like p- toilet paper everywhere. Like it's the most craziest thing. And um, so we we went. And we toilet paper the cop's house. Like we threw toilet paper all over the trees, (laughs) the house, and everything. And then we walked down to Cheshire and toilet paper trees there. Um, The cop somehow found out it was us and didn't do anything about it. He was like, "Good, good one, guys. It was the most crazy. So harmless, man. Yeah. yeah. I've
1: never TP'd
0: someone's house, but I've wanted to. Hey, now that I think about it, I if someone TP'd my trailer, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm to that age now where I'm almost like my dad. Like, I get mad about the little things. Like, I'll get mad at my neighbor has the dog wandering without a leash. I get mad about that. Uh, I mean, it's I'm becoming old, Nick. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean, I get irritated over the littlest things and uh, yeah. But if someone did toilet paper in my house, I, I'd probably be irritated. But
1: even on like around Halloween, you get upset. Some kids did
0: it. It's just the, the let's say it rained the next day and oh, I mean, all yeah. that, all that toilet paper gets caked onto the, the littlest things. And then you have to, that's what the big problem of Cheshire was, is that they had, uh, toilet paper everywhere. And there was like, I think it was like in March when like all the snow melted, you could see all the toilet paper just caked on everywhere. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that'd be a nightmare if I owned a house in Cheshire. Um, yeah, but yeah, we used to buy bulk, um, toilet paper and, uh, for 50 cents back in the yeah, day. <laughs> and we used to sell it to people and Cheshire for like five bucks a roll. And we would make our like we would make money that night and like, but yeah, again, it's just I would get so mad I guess if someone did toilet paper in my house. It's just like the cleaning it up and it would just make me irritated. But yeah. uh, so there is in Middlesex there is a road I do not know what the road is. I'll put a little uh, news clip of it right here. But if you put your car, they call it Spook Hill if you put your car in neutral and the car will go basically uphill, like it will go, um, it will basically roll uphill for some odd reason. Is there some sign kind of science around it, but you know, a huge
1: magnet deposit or something at the top of the hill.
0: I don't know. know. It's so weird. I, I remember, um, I heard the story a long time ago and I think it was like five or six years ago. Um, there was, uh, like a YouTuber that went to, um, Middlesex, Middlesex. If you're going, uh, going from Bloomfield, it's about maybe 25 to 30 minute drive away from here. But yeah, it's just this road where if you park your car, you put it in neutral, it will start rolling uphill. Like, and then they, there was this one website. I remember looking back in the day, um, they said that there's, there's an Indian burial ground and that's why they're like, these spirits will push your car uphill. So they won't do it
1: to like a Jeep Cherokee then they'll they'll respect that car. They're like, Oh, this is our, (laughs) this is our captain. (laughs) This is,
0: this is our, let's leave uh, him alone. Yeah. But you know, uh, you got a,
1: a Chevy Impala, that's things going.
0: Yeah. And then they had problems with people, um, they had problems with people like the people around the area would migrate to this road, and then like the neighbors would get pissed because there's just people just making a spectacle, yeah, making a spectacle, and <laughs> all these cars rolling uphill for some odd reason. There's a science behind it. Um, I've, I think I saw another YouTube video of like this guy explaining why it happens, it's just the way the uh, the land. Um, I don't, I don't actually know. Maybe I'll, maybe if I find a clip, I'll put it up, but, uh, how explains why, uh, it happens. But uh, there was people like, Oh, well, you know, it's haunted and stuff like that. And it's like, come on, man. Haunted. What, what do you, what is your thoughts about spirits and stuff like that? Um, have you ever had to experience or spirit, uh, haunt you, you think? I've been told that
1: there have been occurrences when I was younger in, Yeah. In a house in Brewerton. Okay. Apparently I told my parents that I was being visited by a little girl, or whatever. Yeah. And apparently there was like a house nearby that had a girl that died in it or something like that. But uh-huh. I don't really recall that at all. Um, my mom's side of the family used to live in Sylvan beach. Okay. And there is a, like a small little amusement park there. Okay. And I used to go there all the time with my cousins and everything. We'd ride the rides and just, you know, ski ball. And apparently that place is mega haunted. Oh, really? And uh, Ghost Hunters did an episode on it. Um I'm trying to think what it's called. I think it's called Scream Park is the title of the episode, but mm-hmm. it's about the the theme park in Sylvan Beach you should we should you can throw it up or you can watch it for yourselves Mm. if you guys watch Ghost Hunters but yeah I was like I've gone there so many times and I don't think I've really experienced
0: like like I, I haven't gone
1: there at night obviously but apparently there's like a lot of movement going on in the rides and there's a theory of a man that hangs out and is like he died on the property or he's just he was involved with the ownership of the property something like that but yeah there was that and then the house we live in now my mom told me a story a long time ago or she told me a story about a long time ago where this farmer came up to the door one time and it was looking for his wife and
2: oh, that's kind of eerie
1: and my mom goes no no one lives you know we live here now and he said oh I'm you know thank you and, and like walked away or so, didn't say anything just walked away she never saw him again never heard from him again and like she thinks it was a spirit like for looking for somebody that used to live in that house that we live in now but yeah no, man, I am more afraid of the real world than I am spirits. Yeah. Like the real world scares the crap out of me. Yeah. And uh, having to be an adult scares the crap out of me. So uh, uh, demons get out of my way. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: But. I've, I've, so this was... So when I was a kid, Um, my buddy had a birthday party and we were all you know, playing and stuff like that. And then it it was like more in the nighttime we were all going to bed. And I remember this cat going in the house and jumping on one of my friends. And then my friend woke up and he was like, oh, you know, what the hell was that? And then I started laughing. And then the next morning I I was like, hey, man, you know, I I told the guy that was hosting the party. uh, I was like, hey, you know, uh, I didn't know you had a cat. And he's like, "I, I don't have a cat. Like I, I, we used to have a cat and it died a long time ago. Um, so, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, it might've been a spirit or it just might've been some random cat that just ran into the house and like jumped on some, uh, one of my friends. But I mean, yeah, I, I think that's like the most like spirit or the spirit of anything was maybe a ghost cat. But I mean, uh, I mean, I've, you know, I've never really had some kind of like noise or something like that, And I thought it was a ghost. I, you know, I don't really, I mean, I don't know if I really believe in like spirits and ghosts and stuff like that. I think it's just, I, I don't know. I think it's just, I think back in the day of like, maybe like in 1920s, like th- they made up some kind of thing saying, Oh, well there's spirits that come and you know, haunt you. And then it's just probably some like, uh, moms making up stories so they can put their kids to bed. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you wake up, you know, the spirits will get you, you know, and I, that's the what I The neighbor's cat will get you. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh, I don't know, man. It's, uh, have, you,
1: have you heard of Valentine, the building? Yeah. The the, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so when I was a kid, uh, we took a field trip there. And I, you know, it's just, it's really, it, where it is if you google it it's right next to the mall like it's a mall and then all these shopping centers around just this like beat down building like i i don't i i guess they can't really tear it down because it's a historical site but i mean it's it's just surrounded by modern buildings and it's just this yeah dinky yep. crusty old uh log cabin thing that, well, it's not really a log cabin. It's like, just just it's just an old building yeah. that is like on its last legs. I, if tomorrow, if I hear a story about it falling down, I wouldn't be surprised. Like it's so old. And there was a ghost hunters episode about that too. Um,
1: they did tours. I think and my uncle went on it once. I don't remember if he told me that there was ghosts, but they do tours. It's very like tour. Is he?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it. <sighs> I don't know i if you see pictures of the inside of it it's just like an old barn like that's all it is there's really not anything special about it they say it's haunted and everything but it's just it's just an old building the wind probably pushes it like an inch each each time it like it with a windstorm or something like that but i don't know it's old and it's crusty the, it when we went to the Naples Grape Festival there. We stopped by the Naples Hotel, which is haunted as well. Um, nice. Supposedly, there was, you could, if you look on YouTube, uh, Naples Hotel, you'll see a bunch of YouTubers uh, go to it and they'll record stuff and hearing things and seeing shadows. And it's just an old building. It just makes a lot of noises. Like, it's, it's not really, I, I don't think it's haunted. I don't really think any, any place is haunted. Like, you would think, going into an old building, you're going to hear noises. It's old. It's like, it's, it's not haunted. It's just old and makes a lot of creepy sounds. Now uh, now you got these ghost hunter people that, um, use, um, infrared and stuff like that. And st- well, let me
1: black ops technology. Yeah.
0: And let me bust your brain about this. If you lean against a wall, it's going to put off heat. So I'm guessing one of these ghost hunter people leaned against the wall. Got up. Got up, push or use the infrared camera. And Oh, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. No, dude, you leaned against the wall, farted against the wall. Yeah. And it left like a, uh, an imprint of something. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I get scared sometimes like, you know, like haunted houses and stuff like that. If I walk through a haunted house, yeah, I'm going to get scared because some Joe Smoe is yelling. In, Joe Smo yelling in my face at a haunted house. You know, like, like the fear at frontier. There have was,
1: you, are we, are we gonna, I was about to talk about, I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. There's this one haunted house that like, you have to sign a waiver for, uh, no, because like, apparently it's like that you, you sign this waiver, you go in there. I think it's in Kentucky. Yeah. And you just get tortured. Like, you don't get tortured, but you get psychologically tortured. And like, it's like people that go there for like a super thrill and they get like near death experiences. Yeah. And like, they get chained up and like fire blown right near their face.
0: Um, (laughs) I think it's a little overkill. Um, there was like, you got nothing else to do, man. You know, you can't watch a movie or
1: something. Yeah,
0: Go for a walk. They hired these actors like, well, actors, um, but they're just volunteers that like like scaring people. And like, I knew a couple of people that did haunted houses. They, they pay them like, I don't know, like 25 bucks. And then they get professionally dressed up and scare people. And I just, I don't have the energy to do it. Like if someone I was like, Oh, you want to volunteer at a haunted house? No, I don't. I don't even like going to haunted houses as it is. Like, I don't think I've ever gone to one. (laughs) Um, yeah, there fear frontier. There was, um, they had like a bunch of haunted houses, like they like s- parts of the, um, frontier field you would go through. It's like almost like a, eh, kind of like a maze. Um, you would go through and then you have like Jane Doe screaming at the top of the lungs in your face. And you're like, okay, you know, it scares you for a second. And you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> get a tic-tac cause your breath reeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh. I don't know. I don't do haunted houses. I don't do haunted hayrides. That's another thing too, that like
1: and run up to the side of the thing. Um, I think I've done one of those. I think I've done one. Of yeah.
0: Those. Um, down the road from where I live is the, um, apple farm way, which, uh, if you don't know a little bit about the apple farm, the old owner's wife burned down their shop. Uh, and, uh, now it's like owned by different people and stuff like that. But they used to have haunted hayrides. And again, you get like these $25 actors come in and like chase you with a chainsaw. And like it. it's, I don't know. I just don't see the fun of it. I don't like, I get, I get scared easily, but you know, and it's not worth the anxiety and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's not worth it. Like, it's not, it's, I, I don't know. It's, uh, and it, I think the fear frontier was like, I think it was like 40 It would scare bucks. Evan
1: if, if like somebody ran up to the side of the hayride and showed him like medical bills or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. That, you know, I get, it's just a haunted, uh, haunted house when I go to the mailbox and find a bill. <laughs> the haunted mailbox. The haunted mailbox with a bill or a student loan bills st- started back up and now I'm scared of that, you know? So... I don't know. Uh, overdue. Overdue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm more scared of that than haunted houses. So, But, uh, uh, yeah. Anything else
1: you want to talk about? Any uh, Halloween stuff? You Do want you want me to, to describe to you the Halloween costume I was going to come as?
0: Yeah. I feel bad. I, I didn't, I didn't have a Halloween costume. I didn't have, uh, <laughs> well, I, yeah. there was
1: one I was going to get and then the one I did get, which was like lame. The one I was going to get was going to be a dartboard. A dartboard? A dartboard. And then I was going to put... So I was going to put the darts like around the dartboard, not on the dartboard. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go as your dart game.
0: Uh, that's funny. So story about that. So I... You know, I I used to play darts back in the day, and I you know I haven't played in a while. And so we went to we sometimes go after work uh, to um, Eddie O'Brien's. Eddie O'Brien's. And uh, so I was like, uh, you know, I, I'll play darts. I'm you know I'm good. I you know I haven't played in a while, and I, I was a little rusty. And yeah, I was missing the dartboard completely. <laughs> I throw them weird. I throw them. I don't know. I throw them like in an arch, like if you're. I don't know how to explain it, but... The Naples grip. Yeah, the Naples grip. (laughs) I throw it, and they arch, and then they hit the dartboard. But, you know, again, I'm a little rusty. And, you know, I blame it on the darts because they were bent to shit. They
1: were crappy darts, not regulation. Yeah. What's funny about that is they have the dartboard at head level right next to the women's and men's bathroom. Yeah,
0: so it's like...
1: You're throwing... Like, this is a a bar, like a a bar party area, mm -hmm. and the bathroom is around the side and the dartboard is literally head high right next to the doors. Of the, I'm thinking, you know, you get a few sodas in you, yeah. <laughs> you're hitting somebody in the face, and they come out of the bathroom.
0: Oh, yeah. And there's a and door. There's, yeah, there's, there's a door. Some guy was ducking underneath us. Yeah, like, it's a really bad place to put a dartboard. Yeah, I mean, terrible place. There's an arcade, like, two feet away, and you couldn't just put a dartboard in the arcade room? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah, I, I feel I'm embarrassed now because... That's funny though. The dart dartboard <laughs> thing that, that,
1: yeah, I, that was going to be my costume. Evan's dart game.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, it, it's just my, uh, insurance is coming up for my health insurance. So I, I don't really have any money to buy a costume right now. No, and they, they do overprice everything. Yeah. Man. And you know, it's like for a little mask that probably only costs like 50 cents to make, they'll charge you 10 bucks. And it's like, uh, it's like this rough you know, spirit Halloween. I like what they do is they rent out a uh, not abandoned buildings, but like buildings that they not leased out. They'll free up real estate. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll they, buy into it. They'll, they'll rent it out for like a few months. They'll, what they, they? Open up spirit Halloween at like, I don't know, like almost in the end of summer, they'll open up a spirit Halloween. And then yeah. like, and what was it? Like, I think it's like 2.5 billion. No, it's like 1.5 billion dollars in Halloween candy sales. Like that's crazy. Like costumes and like I would love to be someone that makes costumes like around Halloween time and sells them because they make a mad of money for a short period of time. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's like I cuz I was reading a thing about like Halloween candy and stuff like that and it's like a 1.5 or 1.5 billion dollar Industry and Halloween time, like I think it's like a few months. Like it's crazy, and uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, I don't really have anything else I wanted to bring up for Halloween. Um, yeah. Oh, urban legends. I was thinking about this the other day. So there's, I I looked up urban legends and it's it was kind of boring. But there was an urban legend in Canadagua. the P Bandit. Now, the P Bandit used to go, to go a couple of different ways. Yeah, uh, it's going to go. The P Bandit was someone that uh, peed all over the bathroom. And, That's the way
1: I was thinking it was going to go.
0: Yeah. And this guy was an urban legend. We never knew who he was. Like, he. He was He told me he
1: didn't sign his name next to the artwork he did. No, he didn't. Not that kind of guy.
0: We always so we I remember one time uh, a bartender was telling us a story about like how there's this one guy that went around each bathroom when he got or I guess the person got mad and he would pee all over the bathroom, just go all over. And me and my friends were like, "Well, you know, I want to I want to find out who this person is and like, you know, sit him down and like interview him and stuff like that and see why he's doing it. But he was just an urban legend. Like I don't think this extra person did exist, but you know, I, I just, I always, that's when, when you were, when we were talking about doing the podcast and talking about urban legends, that's all I thought about was the P bandit. <laughs> i mean there there's really no urban legends i don't think in new york Uh, i mean new york city there's urban legends of uh uh alligators and sewers and stuff like that yeah um i think there's the um what is it did
1: you hear the one about like the the turtles that um they like get trained by this like weird looking like rat and they like fight crime
0: ninja turtles that's (laughs) an urban legend that's for sure I think they made I was trying to get him with that one (laughs) yeah Um, no they're uh, Sandy Hook or no not Sandy Hook what was that Hurricane Hurricane Sandy Um, there was like a theory that like the mice were breeding um, because they're hibernating from the um, the hurricane and like developing like these super rats there was the size of cats like I don't know there was like, there's, I was looking up urban legends. They, I don't know. I
1: Nothing came about. Yeah, it was, it was Rochester. just all
0: just silly stuff that like the um, tunnels uh, in Rochester where they had the old um, subway. Uh, they, people say that those are haunted, but that now that, uh, have you ever heard of the Kia boys? No. Okay. So there's a bunch of people that steal Kias and, um drive around Rochester. And then what they do is they put these cars in the old, uh, sub, um, subway. They, they just park their cars or they abandoned the cars and, uh, get away with it. So I don't know. That's the, the, I don't know. Urban legends, you know, I mean, I guess they're just stories and I don't know. There's really not too much the Susan B Anthony, uh, urban legend where like it's haunted in that graveyard because of her and stuff like that. That was another one. Um, I don't know. There's really not that crazy, um, urban legends or stuff like that. So, um, all right. I think we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, I think it was a good show. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was a good show. Um, uh, again, follow us on social media. Um, the Bogart podcast, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, all YouTube. the social networks. Um, YouTube
1: channel, Beer Pirate Radio.
0: Yes, Beer Pirate Radio. Um, and what else? Oh, yeah, the merch thing. We I mentioned this earlier in the podcast when we first started. Uh, buy merch, win 50 bucks, a chance to win 50 bucks um, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, until next time, we'll see you on the other side.
2: This has been a Beer Pirate Radio production.